welcome to the weekend edition of the Gazette's Daily News Podcast. This podcast gives quick bites from the latest headlines coming out of the Gazette Newsroom. I'm Bailey Chihan. Up first, Shy Pattery is collaborating with the community to create a facility plan for the Cedar Rapids Community School District. And later, a former student is accused of threatening University of Northern Iowa staff. Plus, find things to do for Valentine's Day in Eastern Iowa. Three months after voters turned down a $220 million bond issue for Cedar Rapids schools, the Cedar Rapids School Board made a pivot. Thursday, the board unanimously approved an $850,000 agreement with Cedar Rapids-based firm Shive Hattery. Shive Hattery and other consultants will create a facility plan and conceptual plans of school projects by reviewing existing research on the district's infrastructure, engaging with the community, and lending assistance in a bond campaign. The board may try a bond vote in November 2025. District Operations Director Chad Schumacher told the Cedar Rapids School Board, quote, The need to reach the voters of the previous bond referendum is a key component to moving forward. Shive Hattery already dove into gathering voter data. We know that they're going to lead us to a successful PPEL and bond vote, end quote. In September, voters in the district will be asked to consider extending the Physical Plant and Equipment Levy, or PPEL, for another 10 years. That's an existing capital projects fund for building remodeling, construction, purchases and improvement of grounds, and major equipment purchases, including technology. Read the full story at thegazette.com or follow the link in this episode's description. Next. A former University of Northern Iowa student is facing charges of threatening a dean and her husband and threatening to shoot a university staff member. 25-year-old Aisha Ahmad Nayala of Altoona was arrested Tuesday on warrants for five counts of first-degree harassment and three counts of stalking by use of a technological device. Previously, Nayala was arrested in January on charges of intimidation with a weapon. According to court records, Nayala threatened to harm the UNI Dean of Students, Allison Raffanello, and her husband, Nick Raffanello, who is the university's executive director of housing and dining. In November, Nayala allegedly used a bogus Facebook profile to post comments on a Raffanello family photo, quote, I will get someone to deal with you, end quote, end quote, I will make sure that what you've done comes back to haunt you, end quote. The account was eventually linked to Nayala's email address. In January, UNI officials received an online student complaint. Part of that complaint read, quote, I promise that I will get revenge on you if it's the last thing I do. That's something I'm willing to dedicate my entire life to. My new studies will be how to successfully get revenge, end quote. According to court records, investigators used the IP address on the complaint to trace the messages back to Nayala's home address. On January 22nd, Nayala phoned the Iowa Board of Regents regarding a complaint she filed and allegedly said if something isn't done, she would go to the university and, quote, shoot that woman in the head, end quote. Prosecutors sought restraining orders to protect Allison Raffanello and UNI's Vice President of Student Life, Heather Harbach. Nayala was released from jail pending trial. This story was originally published in the Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier. Next, Barrett's Quality Eats in Coralville has launched a limited dinner series called Barrett's After Dark. If you aren't familiar with Barrett's, it was opened by Chef Corey Barrett, a three-time James Beard Award semifinalist, Iron Chef Sue Chef, and winner of the Food Network's 2019 Spring Baking Championship. Barrett's serves a full sandwich and salad menu, along with quality pastries and desserts. Now, Barrett's is offering dinners twice a month. 
The next dinner is on Wednesday evening, Valentine's Day, at 6.30. The theme is Parisian Bistro. Tickets are sold by the table and start at $200 for two seats. Read Gazette Features reporter Elijah Decius's review of the five-course meal at thegazette.com or follow the link in this episode's description. Speaking of Valentine's Day, here are some options for how to celebrate this weekend or on the holiday on Wednesday. On Saturday, a free chocolate festival is being held at Centerpoint Historical Society, 700 East Washington Street in Centerpoint. Enjoy a chocolate fountain, cocoa bar, kissing booth, and homemade chocolate treats. Sunday, Cedar Ridge Winery and Distillery is holding a Valentine's Day brunch from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Ladies looking to celebrate with their friends will enjoy complimentary mimosas, a brunch buffet, music, a group photo booth, and pop-up shops. The buffet costs $19.99 plus tax. Reservations are required and can be made by calling 319-857-4300. On the holiday, the History Center in Cedar Rapids is hosting a dinner and sharing Lynn County tales of love and romance. The History Center says, quote, Returning to our community's news archives to find the most touching, most amazing, and most hilarious tales of romance, end quote. Local musician Elizabeth Von Presley will be performing. Tickets cost $60 per person and includes one drink ticket. The dinner starts at 6.30 p.m. Now let's take a look at this weekend's weather in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Saturday will be sunny. Anticipate a high of 40 degrees and a low of 28 degrees. Sunday will be partly cloudy. Expect a high of 42 degrees and a low of 27. Finally, Monday will follow Sunday's cue. Monday will be mostly cloudy with a high of 46 degrees and a low of 27 degrees. Thank you for listening to the weekend edition of the Gazette's Daily News Podcast. Stay up to date with the latest news from Eastern Iowa at thegazette.com. I'm Bailey Chihon.